Welcome to the Disability Cricket Podcast. My name's Sean and I'm the host of the show. Aha, fooled you. This is a quick advertisement feature. Uh, inspired by a previous episode where I spoke to Alex Jervis from uh, Yorkshire Disability Cricket Club. He was doing a sponsored bike ride. So I was a bit inspired by that. So I went and ordered some mugs. These mugs are available from me. So if you're interested in them, uh, please contact me via Twitter or from uh, direct on our email which is disabilitycricketpod at gmail.com and I'll give you the instructions on how to pay via PayPal. They are eight ninety nine each. I understand that is quite a lot for a mug, but bear in mind that three pound fifty of that is the postage with Royal Mail and two pound of that is for a donation to Yorkshire Disability Cricket Club. Hopefully I've got a well I've got quite a, a short supply of these so hopefully they'll be flying out as quickly as possible. But please bear in mind this is for charity and I have no intention of making any money for myself. Uh I as I said 2 pound goes to Alex. I think the rest of, of the profit is about 12p a mug and that's also going to Alex uh for Yorkshire Disability Cricket Club as well. Uh, I did get the mugs as cheaply as possible, uh, but it still works out to be eight ninety nine, three pound fifties postage, uh, two pounds a donation. So the mugs only about three quid. Uh, so please be generous and um, buy a mug if you can. It features the Disability Cricket Podcast logo, and that will be sent to you as quickly as possible. Now. That's the advertisement over, and welcome uh, to the show. Mm. Hello, and welcome to the Disability Cricket Podcast. My name's Sean, and I'm the host of today's show. And today, I'm chatting to Rohan Randawa. He is the Disability Cricket Development Manager in Yorkshire. Hello, Rohan. How are you? Hi, Sean. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm a little bit tired, but I'm getting there. Uh, I've been out for a walk today. Saw some of the lovely Shropshire countryside and got home just in time to record with you today because obviously we planned that we were going to record today at 11 o'clock. Um, so um, you're the Disability Cricket Development Manager in Yorkshire. Um, yeah. we, we spoke briefly before this uh, because you run a project called the Super Ones and I know absolutely nothing about Super Ones. It was something it was something I stumbled across when I was going through Twitter and I found quite a lot of counties run a Super Ones program. Yeah. And I actually thought it was a different type of cricket because obviously there's Super Nines cricket and there's D40s. So I thought what is Super Ones? Is it played with a tennis ball? Is it played on a table? And uh, you're going to tell me a bit about Super Ones, aren't you? Yep, that's that's correct, Sean. So Super Ones, it's a it's a national program funded by the Lords Taverners. Um, the aim of it is to to give young people aged 12 to 25 with disabilities the chance to regularly play cricket. Um, we do this by creating some community cricket hubs for the young people. Uh, they come on a weekly basis basis and receive some coaching from us at the the Yorkshire Cricket Board. Um, and you know it's an opportunity for some of these participants to to compete against peers and. And enjoy the benefits of sport and an active lifestyle really um you know f for us it's it's about getting these young people to to realize that the potential that they, they have both on and, and on and off the field really so you know for us it's about bridging that gap between 
education and the mainstream cricket club because what we found is that you know a lot of the participants in our program you know have opportunities to play sport in their school environment but as soon as they they leave the school and you know they go home at you know half past three four o'clock that you know trying to get something in the local community that they can attend on a weekly basis where you know they enjoy and they see participants who have got same disabilities as them and have the same abilities as them and they feel comfortable is very difficult for them to do so the super ones is an, is an amazing program that you know we are able to bridge that gap um for those participants and also it's county wide um so we have eight hubs across the county um and eight of those hubs we've got Barnsley Bradford Dewsbury Halifax Huddersfield Hull Sheffield and York um of course it's we're living in difficult times and it's covid at the moment and you know we've had to stop some of those hubs but we've managed to sort of take four or five of those hubs on online weekly sessions as well for the past year which has been a massive hit to you know to keep the to young people engaged in our programs ready to to make a return next month touchwood that's great to hear because obviously cricket cricket is a powerful tool and um personally when i play cricket my Saturday is the highlight of the week. So when you've got these young adults, and you said, did you say earlier on their age between uh, 12 to 25? That's correct, yes. So when, when, when you're a young adult or, or, or age 12 to 25, and your highlight of the week is, I don't know, uh, a YouTube video on a Wednesday just to play some cricket, it's still keeping them engaged during COVID, isn't it? Yeah, exactly that. And you know, what we found is that that one hour a week has sometimes been the only one hour a week that some of these young people have has been engaged with, with anyone apart from their parents in their own house. Um, and it's been an absolutely fantastic outlet for them to, 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 say, to stay sort of, you know, in a positive mood, uh, you know, putting themselves within a positive environment on, on our calls. Um, you know, also, we do physical skills on the calls as well that we instruct them to do from home. So keeping them not just mentally active, but physically active. And again, the social aspects of them jumping on the call and seeing familiar faces, their friends that they see every week at their usual hub sessions has been, you know, an absolute blessing for, for the young people. And, you know, it's been absolutely fantastic to see the impact that we've been able to cause in such a difficult time for everyone, really. And put a few smiles on a few faces whilst they're, exactly. they're obviously engaging with you because obviously, as you said, you haven't seen them for a while. Yeah. And it, you're giving them the opportunity. I don't. I don't know if you was, were to have your your weekly session on a Wednesday, as you said, mm-hmm. you're giving them opportunities then for a Saturday to go in their garden, practice mm-hmm. something. Of course. Of course. Uh, so, yeah. And it gives them more more time during the week to actually do something different rather than playing on an iPad or, or watching a video. Exactly that. Yeah. Right. As you said, you listed quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of towns and cities there. Yorkshire is a massive county. It's the biggest county in the UK, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So you must be quite busy usually up and down the county, because uh, you, you mentioned to me earlier on uh, a project you do. I think you said fifty send schools. Yeah. So we've basically run a project alongside our Super Ones project called the the Table Cricket Project. Um, and that's again funded by our amazing partners, uh, the Laws Taverners. Um, and basically, the table cricket, we deliver the program in around 50 SEND schools, so special educational needs schools um, across the county. So each region has a specific coach that we put in place, so north, east, south, and west. 
um, and their remit as casual coaches delivering the table cricket program is to to take a cluster of schools, maybe ten to fifteen schools each, deliver sort of three hours um, of the table cricket program per school, um, and then once they've done that, they'll invite all those schools to a central competition in the region. Um, so each region has their comp- separate competitions, and the winners of those regions then get invited to to Headingley for a county final. And then actually the, the amazing thing about this is as well that once they've won the county final, whoever the school is who wins that county final gets invited to play at Lords. Um, and that event's run by the Lords Taverners. And we've actually had um, a school called Ralph Thorsby in Leeds who have won the national final at Lords twice. And, you know, not many people can say they've played cricket at Lords, even if it's table cricket. It's a fantastic experience and a, a fantastic place to, to go. And, and I've been myself and... Uh, hopefully, Touchwood, we can we can get back to running these competitions soon um, when COVID allows, really. So, yeah. And that's also great to hear. And um, during COVID times, you've been doing online sessions, teaching uh, teachers how to how to deliver table cricket, haven't you? Yeah, that that's correct. So, you know, we actually ran, I think it was three or four teacher training sessions via Zoom online. Um which we, I think we trained over, I think it was 180 teachers across the country um, to deliver table cricket in their schools just because, you know, at the time we, we weren't able to, to have external deliverers coming into the school environment. But we wanted to keep sure, make sure that the sustainability of the programme, you know, carried on, even if we weren't able to go in, into the school. And, you know, the teachers, the feedback that we got was absolutely amazing that, some of these teachers didn't know much about table cricket beforehand, but, you know, were so excited to get started and be able to deliver it to the participants after they'd, after they'd gone through the course. So, you know, some of the participants on the table cricket programme have got severe disabilities. Um, and so they really struggle to take part in, in a lot of sports that, you know, they don't allow them to do so. But table cricket is so inclusive um, and you can change the sport you can change the game as much as you want to make it easier for participants or even make it harder as well. So, you know, anybody who has ever seen table cricket will, will know that as well. Um, you know, for anyone who's listening now who's never seen the game, just type in Lords Taverners Table Cricket on YouTube um, and click a few, uh, through, few, <laughs> through a few of the videos on there. Couldn't get my words out. Um, and have a look and you, you'll see the absolutely amazing, amazing game that, you know, that it is really. And, and I think you did that, didn't you, Sean, before this call? <laughs> yeah, because as I said to you, uh, I want this podcast to be involved, all aspects of disability cricket. Yeah. Uh, and, and table cricket is is disability cricket. Uh, yeah. And I know absolutely nothing about table cricket. And I mentioned it to you. You sent me a YouTube link. Yeah. And one of my first questions was, it's played on a table tennis table. And yeah. then and then you said, yeah, well, most schools have table tennis tables, but they can also play it on the floor. They mm-hmm. can play it in whichever environment they feel they want to play it in. Yeah. And then I just thought, I, I, I it's something I want to do. Uh, I know it's probably not the game. Uh, it's not designed for me. But as I said, I want this podcast to be about all types of disability cricket and if it means me trying my hand at one game of table cricket and getting absolutely battered I'm, pre- I'm prepared to do yeah. it because um, yeah. obviously yeah. 
these are these these young these young cricketers they're going to be the masters of it i'm just going to okay. rock up and, and get humiliated and it'll be good for them good for me it's good good for <laughs> yeah. everyone and then obviously yeah. i could then talk about it on a future podcast how i play table cricket 100%, 100% when we get our competitions back underway sean i'll definitely get you an invite out to one <laughs> be... um, and you can and you can come and uh have a go at it mate and yeah and get absolutely smashed but yeah <laughs> and then watch me start sledging when i get a five yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can imagine i can imagine <laughs> right and um we also talked about it's not just table cricket you organize it, it's quick cricket as well isn't it yeah so of course table cricket is um an offer that's more for people with quite severe disabilities and predominantly wheelchair users even though that you know we are the game is inclusive and you know um Anybody can play the game, but it, it's more an offer for the more severe disabilities and wheelchair users who, you know, have mobility issues and, you know, won't be able to play, um, uh, will struggle to play sort of the mainstream quick cricket side of things. So our quick cricket um, follows a similar competition structure to our table cricket in terms of that we have a regional competition for quick cricket in north, east, south and west of Yorkshire as well. Uh, where you know we invite sort of a cluster of sort of ten schools down to a local cricket club, um, in in the vicinity in the vicinity of of those schools, um, and we play some quick cricket, which is the usual standard junior pairs cricket that you'd probably see um, at your most at most of your cricket clubs on a, on a Friday night being played. Um, you know the winners of that then get invited to a, a county final at Headingley from each region as well. So. Uh, it's a fantastic sort of uh, few days, uh, amazing events. And, you know, for us, it's just about being able to offer that variety of different cricket for the the young people across the county. So, like I said, we've got the table cricket for some of the, you know, people, uh, some of our young people in wheelchairs and more severe disabilities who wouldn't be able to take part in the quick. But then for some of our participants who, got, who have got some sort of predominantly learning disabilities who maybe want more of the competition element and, you know, feel like table cricket is probably maybe a little bit too easy for them and they want to challenge themselves, they can play quick cricket and, you know, they've they've got that they've got that opportunity there to do so. So f- for me, it's about being able to offer as many opportunities to play any kind of cricket that these young people want to play, really. I probably should have asked... I should have probably asked this question right at the start, obviously, to set the scene a bit more. You've <laughs> been in your role for three years, haven't you? Yeah, and then earlier on, I asked, I asked, how did you get into? Why did you choose disability cricket as a as a route for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for 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 me, mate. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, that um, working disability cricket is is a bit of a privilege, um, and you know, waking up every day, uh, feeling like I've been able to change someone's life, even if even if it's in the slightest way in a positive direction, for me is. Um, you know, very, very satisfactory. Um, you know, working for Yorkshire Cricket again um, is an absolute privilege. Um, and for me, I, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else right now. It's, it's certainly a really rewarding aspect and area of sport in general, disability sport, uh, because it means so much to most of the participants who are involved across the counter. Um, and like I said, it's when when we put these uh, uh, these offers in place, it's not just changing the lives of the young people directly involved, but you're changing the lives of the families involved as well, um, and that's sort of a big thing, a uh, big driver for the Yorkshire Cricket Board, for the Lords Taverners who are funding um, these disability programs. It's about 
changing the overall, you know, family life, not just that participant. So the parents and the brothers and sisters who see this young person in their family, you know, suddenly be become a lot more confident and, you know, a lot more outgoing and, you know, playing cricket every single week where before you couldn't get them out of the room. Uh, you know, so that for me is, is absolutely the most rewarding part of the job. And as you said, um, it, it's about the parents as well, because obviously if you take your son or, or your daughter to a game and they're playing on, on, a, on a Sunday afternoon, it gives the parents a couple of hours break. They're still there. They'll still be there watching and supporting and yeah. keeping an eye on their son or daughter if need be. But just a couple of hours away from their son or daughter c c can help massively, can't it? Of course, and that's and that's another big part of the program that you know that that these parents sometimes go through a really difficult time having to to care for some of the some of their uh, children with with real difficult uh, needs, um, especially within COVID now and having to homeschool without much support. Um, you know, it, it can be really really uh, difficult for some of the parents. So being able to have that an hour or a couple of hours chat with another parent who's going through a similar struggle. Um, because you know the other parent's child has got a similar disability and they understand that you know they're both going through this difficult time and period in their life and to just be be able to chat about it on the sidelines over a coffee while their children you know have fun and run around and play some cricket is you know is really crucial to those parents as well so that's another side of the project that you know I'm, I'm really proud of as well okay and uh, so we've talked about that background the the quick cricket the table cricket and uh, the super ones mm -hmm. but yorkshire has a softball team and a hardball team as well yeah so we've got a yorkshire terriers softball team who uh, not last year but the year before before covid hit got through to the ecb national finals um, against derbyshire where they just came up short um, unfortunately against a strong derbyshire team that year but this year again we've got a real strong squad and you know the squad is raring to go and um, also this year again we've got the D40 Tykes hardball team playing which we haven't had a hardball team in Yorkshire for a, you know, a number of years not since I've been in, involved um, with the teams so it's fantastic to, to see that the player pool has increased over the past three years that's been able to allow us to create another hardball team um, and again we've, we've got Alex Jarvis who you interviewed last week running that team who you know a really talented young lad who you know has played for, played for England and played for you know Yorkshire and you know plays local club cricket and very keen uh, to run the side this year so hopefully he can produce some successes on the field for us this season yeah when I, when I spoke to Alex um, the other yeah uh, at, at time of I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago uh, but by the time this episode goes out it'll probably be a couple of months ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> when, when I spoke to Alex um, I think the last time they had a hardball team was when I played them, which yeah. I think might have even been in 2017. Yeah, could so, be. So you're obviously, the the young adults, the young players, are, mm -hmm. are coming through the quick cricket route. Yeah. And then they're playing the Super Nines. And then you've now got enough enough players to create the, the two teams um exactly. i was talking to alex about a friendly because yorkshire are playing uh, i'm playing for wales next season uh, this yeah. season mm -hmm. and um 
Alex has organised a friendly uh, Wales against Yorkshire. And I yes, said, oh, yes. is, you, is your dad going to be there? Because his, yeah. dad, his dad follows the podcast and his dad, messages, <laughs> his dad messages me. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, uh, my dad's at a softball tournament that day. So yeah. you're obviously doing something right if you've got tournaments here, there and everywhere. You've got two, <laughs> you've got two teams. And obviously to have two teams means you've, you've probably got to have a minimum of 15 players in each team. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the problem that we're going to have this year, we've 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 got an overload of players actually. Um, you know, we've <laughs> that that's a really good problem to have, and um, we've got a real big squad of players who want to play softball, a, a big squad of players who want to play hardball, and actually some players in between who want to play both. Um, you know, so for us, it's just a, it's a good problem to have, and it's it's all it's all going to go in um, you know even more of a positive direction over the coming years with with the pathway that you mentioned coming through the Super 1s, coming through the Super 9s, then to the D40 hardball, you know, and, you know, starting from quick cricket as well from the schools. So, you know, hopefully there's going to be more and more players. What we're going to have to do is create more and more teams probably. <laughs> so it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Just got to think of new names for new teams because you've got yeah, the Terriers, exactly. you've got the Tykes. I don't know what's, exactly. what's next. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I also like to ask... Um, Everybody's got a cricket story and I like people to share their stories about disability cricket and people yeah. are interested in these stories because this podcast is reaching out to quite a lot of people and every week I'm getting more and more listeners. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to ask you, have you got any stories you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, I suppose for, for me, it's not a personal story about myself, but um, one of our stories that I'd like to probably briefly chat about is one of our participants in our Super Ones programme. Um, called Key and James, um, and if anybody follows our Yorkshire Supports project, they will have probably seen a few videos of Kean. Um, and he's a young lad who came to one of our York Supports hub sessions um, when we started a couple of years ago, and he wasn't really very confident, and he'll admit that himself, and and he lives with his grandma, and she'll admit that as well. That you know, after a few weeks of coming to the session, he came out of his shell a bit, started making new friends. Um, you know, fast forward. A year on, you know, he's taken a bit of a leadership role um, at the hub as well. And, you know, he's really sort of helping some of the other young people um, become more confident. Um, and and, and Kian is a young lad who's had, you know, some struggles in his life. And, you know, he's openly admitted that as well. And, and his grandma on, on a YouTube video on, on the Lord's Taverners uh, YouTube channel. So if anybody wants to check that out and type in Lord's Taverners Kian James, you'll see a bit more about his story and, you know, it'll come to life if you watch the video. But you know, he he lives with his with his grandma, and because his his mum had a few problems, um, so you know, for him, he's had a bit of a bit of a difficult upbringing, and he's had anger anger issues and anger management issues. That you know, when he's come to a super one session, he's been able to sort of be himself and you know create an environment for himself that that's positive and and make those new friends and make those connections that. He wasn't able to do in school and he found it really difficult to do that in school but now he's changed his life around he actually got awarded a couple uh, about a year and a half ago now um an award for being one of the most inspiring young people on the whole of the lord's taverner soup ones program at lord's cricket ground at a, at a really fancy dinner and um, where he got dressed up in a, in a nice suit and a shirt and a tie and he went on stage and got his award received in front of hundreds of people um, you know, whereas before he would have never seen, you know, him being able to do that. So for me, if there's if there's one story I want to talk about today that sort of, 
you know, emphasises how important our programmes can be to changing the lives of these young people. I suppose it is, Kean James is the, is the standout one, but, you know, I'd like to say that every single participant on our programme has a story. Every single participant on our programme has had a struggle in some sort of way, but, you know, our disability programmes has helped their life, um, you know, take a, a positive direction. Um, and again, Kean James is just an absolute fantastic example of that, that, that anybody can see, really. And that's why you're so proud about the job you've got, isn't it? Of course, of course. You know, people people like Keen are, are, you know, what makes my job worthwhile. That's why I love getting up in the morning and doing what I do. It doesn't feel like work for me. Um, you know, it feels like a lifestyle and it feels like I'm, I'm extremely, extremely lucky to be able to, you know, to be able to provide these opportunities for these young people, really. All right. And this is where I'm going to say to you, uh, I'm going to try and make your life a bit harder now. Um <laughs> If anybody wanted to play disability cricket in Yorkshire, how could they get in contact with you? So they can get in contact through my email address. Um, so that is r.rendauer at yorkshirecb.com. Um, and Rendauer is R-A-N-D-H-A-W-A because nobody knows how to spell it. <laughs> it's a very difficult name to spell. Um, and I'm sure, Sean, you'll put it in the description. I will. For, for I was about to, to say that. I'll, put, I'll <laughs> pop it in the description because yeah. one of the first questions I said to you was, uh, how do I pronounce your surname? And then, <laughs> and then when you told me how to pronounce it, I then have to try and phonetically spell it. And I was struggling to. Yeah, so it's <laughs> Rohan Randauer. That's correct, okay. mate. That's, that's absolutely spot on. That's what, what I'll do is on. I'll pop that in the description. So if anyone yeah. in Yorkshire or neighbouring counties, because sometimes there's quite a lot of people play um, for neighbouring counties. Of if, course. If, if there isn't a team in the neighbouring county, they might pop over county borders and, and play for neighbouring counties. Sure. I was chatting to someone yesterday uh, who plays for Middlesex, but he lives in Kent and yeah. he, he, that's just how it is. And uh... Yeah. I mean, we, we have some, you know, real good uh, connections and partnerships with our, you know, with some of the counties near us. For, for example, Lancashire, um, there's a chap called Amlin Layton who um, has got a similar job role to me over in Lancashire who runs their Super Ones project there. Um, and sometimes we've had, you know, players that, um, again, like you said, live on the border but can't make it to um, some of the sessions in Yorkshire due to, you know, the timings not fitting their schedule, etc. So, what I've done is I've got in touch with Amlin and said, look, we've got this young lad on the border here. Can he come to the sessions in Lancashire? Because he's, you know, he's, um, you know, he can't get to one of ours and because of the time schedule and stuff impacts his diary. And Amlin sort of turned around and said, yep, fantastic. Why not? Come join us. So, you know, there is that partnership working there. I know there's the rivalry of the roses and things like that, but, you know, we've done numerous partnership events where we've actually invited a team from Super One's team from Lancashire to come visit one of our Super Ones hubs in Yorkshire at York. And we actually called it the Unity of the Roses event, um, where they all played together and all had a fantastic time, met some new people. Um, and that's what it's all about, really. And uh, yeah, and obviously you've got Alex, Alex Jervis, who lives in Nottinghamshire. So he, he's yeah. hopping the border as well, isn't he? Yeah, of course. Be, because he, I don't think there was much disability cricket available in Nottinghamshire or yeah. not that met his needs, shall we no. say. Right. It's that time where I say um, thank you for your input today. You've been mm-hmm. a, an absolute pleasure to chat to. You've come across with lots of enthusiasm, which is it's refreshing. Uh, <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, you're quite a charismatic guy and you, you've delivered what you needed to deliver. And uh, so I'm going to say thank you for your time. Thank you for your stories. 
and uh, hopefully you'll be in touch and I'll drive all the way to Yorkshire to go and get humiliated at table cricket. <laughs> Brilliant, 100%. Uh, I really appreciate your time as well today, Sean, and having me on the podcast. And uh, yeah, hope to speak to you again soon. Cheers. Goodbye, then. Cheers.